Now it's gonna, I'm just waiting for the notification. Notification. And there it is. There it is. All right. Hey. Any need to uh, listen with headphones or anything? Nah, not really. All right. Well. Welcome. Hey. Welcome. This was a long and arduous journey to get here because, uh, well, Brian's uh, router bricked. So we had to run over to the staples. Third router. In four years. Four years. We're on our th my third router, and they're all the same router. So It's a Netgear C3000. It's the $90 one that's in every single Staples, and they're always sold out of it. They had one available. Mm. And then they have all the big expensive ones. But yeah. Well, I, so basically, we were originally uh, going to do this in two parts, where the first part was going to be just us chatting in a traditional podcast format, which is going to kind of be the new format where first half we just talk yeah then we take a break we come back super chat is on and then you can ask us questions but now uh because we lost close to two hours yeah. uh just getting the internet working again mm -hmm. because after we got the router hooked up like or after brian got the router hooked up it didn't want to connect we're just skipping right to the super chat because frankly anything that i would have to talk about or either of us would have to talk about would probably pale in comparison to what you want to talk about so uh ask us questions it doesn't even have to necessarily be super chat related i mean i want to go in and make sure that people feel heard whether they donate anything or not so uh rock and roll and welcome to rcr podcast number 38 why is it called uh rainforest, rainforest level because it's been raining for a week Week. that's true it's it's all summer in a day yeah. by bradbury mm -hmm. it's just raining all the time and then hopefully at some point we get one day of sunshine this week italian ice 678 says here's ten dollars for your next router here here yeah i don't know what's blowing up these routers um they they brick and all the lights turn on immediately and then there's a big red light right there and you uh I don't know if it's surges coming through the uh, Cat5. I'm not Cat5. The coaxial cable, or if the power strip I have doesn't have surge protection on it. I bought a pretty good power strip. Or if I need to get a UPS device. I don't know. Hmm. Um, Workforce 520, as I talk with Fiber One cooking in my mouth, says, perfect timing. Just got lunch from uh, screwing rental cars. Mm. What do you mean screwing rental like cars? Like literally? Mm -hmm. you just, uh, or are we talking about necrophilia? Um, uh, RDM 415. Uh, Savage Geese doing the demon video. Meaning, is Savage Geese doing a demon video? Or We uh, already did a demon. Yeah. Um, and future plans. I mean, Savage Geese does have an appearance in some future videos coming up that we shot in Chicago. So he appears... Unless RDM four one five is Savage Geese, no, that wouldn't be Savage Geese. He would say would say Savage Geese. Yeah. Oh, uh, Maxwell McComb, uh, Nick, did you win your singing contest? Uh, actually, yes, I did. Which is so thank you. It was so weird. Okay, so I entered into this uh, singing contest called popheads idol on the subreddit for uh pop music because you know whatever i'm unabashedly uh 
not ashamed about my weird taste in music. So uh, it was seven weeks of competition. Out of like 47 people who auditioned, they pick a top 12. Two people with the lowest vote totals got sent home every week. Um, and basically, uh, I just did normal stuff for like the first two, three weeks of the competition. And then I realized as I started getting to the end of it that I'm really not like I can't, you know, sort of hang with these people who are left. So I have to do something weird to be able to stand out. And so I started doing like this weird, you know, mashups and remixes and raps that I was throwing in that were just incredibly weird. And then my only goal was to get to top six, but then I got to top four and I'm like, well, what if I could get to the end? And then I got, and there was this girl that I really wanted to win that I'm like, if I, if we both are in the end, like, I'm just not going to tweet anything about this singing contest because I think she deserves to win. Yeah. Um, but then she got eliminated in the semifinals right before the finale. And I'm like, well, screw it. Now I'm going all out. I want to win this thing. Yeah. And so I ended up winning the thing. And now uh, I get to release a single through the Popheads uh, social media page and so it's kind of a weird uh, sort of thing where, like, I'm probably just going to use a single from the RCR album and put that out there just to get more, like, name or eyeballs on the, uh, the, the or ears and eyeballs on the music mm-hmm. and on the YouTube page. Uh, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun doing that competition uh, seven weeks long. And the thing is that I think part of it is that you know whether you whether i like my singing voice most weeks or not which i mean i kind of don't sometimes but it's kind of given me enough confidence to sort of pursue not pursue music but not be so um reserved about sharing it with other people so yeah yeah. um oh yeah uh Ali, I think, is uh, right that uh, it is a sad day in the automotive world. Uh, R.I.P. Sergio Marchion mm-hmm. and also the Ford GT designer. Um, mm. Oh, gosh. What is his name? I feel so bad now uh, that I don't remember. I don't know either. It, it'll come to me um, in a second. Mm. It's like Workforce John. 520 says, uh, by the way, you turned me into a huge Weather Channel Vaporware fan. I turned a co-worker on it as well. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do another one where I just layer in over air traffic control chatter. Uh, um, I need to be careful which uh, songs I choose to vaporwave-ize that they have to be royalty-free because Mm. if I put it up on YouTube, that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, if I did it somewhere else, I'd be fine. But... (laughs) Somehow it still catches it. Somehow. Which which makes me think that uh, the YouTube robots are hip to vaporware, which I take as a compliment. Raphael Varga, no comment, but thank you for one pound. Thank or you. I'm sorry, one euro. Says, will you guys cover the agreement? Uh, is Does that refer to... Um, uh, motorcycle, uh, the motorcycle. Speed Wars, I think. I, I think it does. Uh, it's See, when I think of doing that uh, documentary... It would be a labor of love and not for profit. And I'm very much in the make money mode right now because, um, because I don't know. Well, no, I do know. Uh, there, there is, there is a figure I want to get in my savings account because I've been watching a lot of Dave Ramsey and figuring out I want this 
emergency fund to be there. So instead of just uh, saving money, actually investing in money uh, or investing in money, uh, investing in companies. Uh, in the event YouTube goes under, uh, I will uh, have time to decide what sort of endeavor I want to get into. So jumping right in and doing uh, a um, documentary, which would only, which doesn't even really appeal, because not, ugh, which doesn't really appeal to car people, because not all car people are motorcycle people. So, and I think about how excited I was to see the Grand National documentary, and then I watched it and I was kind of, eh, kind of went on long, and it was just. It was really for people who were really into Grand Nationals. And even for me, it wasn't really all that exciting because it was just a whole bunch of white guys talking about their youthful days and not talking about the car. And yes, I get it. I get it. That's what it's about. But I'm not part of your world. So the, 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 I'm not part of your memory. I didn't exist in 1980. Well, yeah, I was, I was live in 1986, but my entire world was the carpet and the one person in our church who had an Atari 2600. Yeah. So that was the world. And anyway. I wasn't even that far along. I was eating whole kidney beans and uh, pennies and <laughs> letting my mom find them in my diaper. Fun times. Mm -hmm. uh, the second part of the question was, Roman, any plans for RCR stories regarding women slash minorities who brought major contributions to cars? Very interested in a Michelle Moten story, Armadillos for Life. Actually, Michelle Moten was on my short list of uh, subjects for this John next. John Sanders. <laughs> John Sanders. John Sanders. Oh, John Sanders. John Sanders. Continue. Oh, yeah. Um, but basically what's happened with the RCR stories is that, um, well, first of all, I, you know, was kind of in a, an emotional funk. And mm -hmm. so that cut into my work time. And what helped with that was literally just doing the weekly videos, doing the travel, but also, you know, seeing my family and all that other stuff. But it's also harder to tell a story in a way that is not necessarily um, a dry reading of somebody. Like, I didn't want it to be sort of like that New York Auto Show RCR stories that I did, which was an okay video. It's mm -hmm. just, it was a different style of RCR stories because it was a list of things. So I went through a bunch of different um, topics to try to decide on which one I actually wanted to do. Like originally during RCR New Zealand, I wanted to do the Ford versus Holden rivalry, but then yeah. I figured I didn't want to do two motorsports ones back to back, mm -hmm. which is why like I didn't, I kind of didn't want to do Mickey Thompson, even though that's a story that I've wanted to do for a while. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking Arab oil embargo, but there's so much to unpack there. And right. just, just so that like there's something to direct people to so that we never have to bring it up again. Bring it up again. <laughs> because I know. it's kind of the watershed moment of everything before the oil embargo and everything after. But uh, anyway, I know what the story is going to be. I have it half written. I just need to actually, you know, get it going. It's just hard to form a narrative that I think actually makes narrative sense. But uh, if that makes any sense to say at all, because I'm yeah. taking people's real lives and turning it into a story mm -hmm. that, you know, um, but yeah, they will be coming. They'll, they'll be coming back. Trust me. Yeah. Um, uh, workforce 520 again. Oh, and by the way, uh, oh, we skipped a one up. 
Five dollars to hear my name spoken in sultry tones. Oh, did we, we say did? that? Well, I did that when I was oh, all you up were on the mic. Oh, that that's was, what that's that, what that was. was. I have no idea. Um, um uh, uh, the guy who was talking about savage geese earlier said, "Are you? Are, am I going to voice over a demon video?" And I didn't know I was. I mean, I'm open to just throw down something for Mark because Mark's a good guy and helped us out. Um, Workforce five twenty asks. RCR story story on Preston Tucker and the Tucker automobile. Um, what could we say about Tucker that Jay Leno already hasn't? He owns like two or three. Mm. Well, these were the days and something something pre-war and during the consolidation in 1950s, Tucker just went away. Well, it's also a matter of getting rights-free photos because uh, my thing when I'm forming uh, writing an RCR story, I have to make sure that. I have at least, you know, four or five pictures, even if I have to pull a Dateline NBC and keep using the same five photos of like the victim, you know, and then zoom in and now we're cropping in. Uh, (laughs) But it's because realistically I can make the fair use argument, but that's not a hill I feel like dying on. So that's a good line. Yeah. I would rather just avoid that thing altogether. Um, also there was, uh, somebody earlier who asked a question for me that outside of the super chat, that was literally just, uh, what are some questions you should never ask on a first date? And the first one that popped into my mind was, uh, do you have any pictures of your mother? So I can get some kind of idea of what I'm getting into <laughs> like 20 years from now. Like, yeah, it's just going to be a spoiler alert, but still, mm. uh, so yeah, don't, never ask about, uh, don't ask about mothers. Don't ask about exes. Don't ask about, uh, what video games do you like? <laughs> uh, geez. I don't know. It's strange because my dating life is in that point where, yes, I go on dates, but I go on them with the understanding that they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I do it just to do it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also You're to get compliments on your shirt. Yeah, I got it from Boscoff's. <laughs> really? That was a Boscoff's? It was, it was a $9 shirt. Okay, so I got uh, three shirts from Boscov's, uh before Chicago that uh, I got a Mustang shirt, a Ford shirt, and a po- this Pontiac shirt. Mm. Um, they had a Chevy shirt, but I'm like, I already have a Chevy shirt. Yeah. Um, I'm just collecting shirts <laughs> of automotive companies, and it's great. It's... Um, yeah, I was going to wear it on one of the days of the shooting, but then I got violently ill while in Chicago. Oh, well, on the last shooting day in Chicago, uh, I got food poisoning. And so I was in the hotel room the entire day, just either puking my guts out or having it come out the other side. And uh, yeah, loads of fun. But these guys took great care of me. Uh, Brian, Mark from Savage Geese, uh, Mike. Mike Steinberg, 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 Steinberg. Uh, and uh, Dominic Dolio, they did a Walgreens run for me, got me Fiber One products, which actually helped a whole ton. And I'm not just saying this because yeah. I'm trying to like, you know, get on my knees for Fiber One. It's literally, it was the only thing that I could keep down that entire day. Uh, well, that and the kale salad that Mike brought. Yeah. That was really like, that kept everything in place. But I just feel, I, I felt like I was falling apart from the inside. That's how, that's how I felt after the Millvale Neon. Yeah. It felt like the act of standing and moving. Yeah. Was so tough. Man. I remember I uh Tim Strickler when I was laid up at his house for a day. As I was getting out of it, 
he uh, he let me have some ramen, and that was the best cup of ramen. I mm. should have got you some ramen. <clears throat> that probably would have helped too. Just the salt and the yeah, stuff. and and the broth of it all. Yeah. Well, once the what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but thinking about it, it never would have compared to the ramen that we had on the day that we got there. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just like I'll have an extra egg, please, and they just <laughs> it's all spicy and good. Yeah. And, mm, mm, mm. yeah. But uh, uh, Joe Joe Pedro says uh yes finally made it at the start of the podcast really appreciate your videos keep up the great work guys thank you for your kind words thank you jesse portage says as a longtime fan it's awesome to see you guys making a profit thank you planning for the long term yeah planning for the long term yeah um murray uh murray uh speaking of planning for the long term I was talking to Nick earlier about uh, RCR's travel plans in the future. And as much as I like traveling, it's time that I start putting my business hat on, if that's somehow different than my than my bucket hat, <laughs> is, and this is uh, taking a line from Matt Farah, like it has to be worth your while to travel to some place. And it's fun traveling, but these loss leader trips that we take, which the Super Chat does pay for, um, I have to make sure that I'm coming back at least net neutral and not net negative uh, from these trips because that's a fast way to foolishly spend uh, YouTube money and and Super Chat money, um, which was fine for Chicago because that wasn't too far to go. And... um, and on it is helping us out for the uh, for the return to Austin, um, but there's still quite a bit to pay for. Well, that and like the trips are getting shorter though. Like yeah. Chicago and Austin. Yeah, we're know. in and we're out. Yeah, we're in and and so I think that's also a thing that is sort of necessary to making sure that these trips are profitable is that we're not gone that long. Like at most, we missed a week. Yeah. And we still made up, or you still made up for it with the uh, video that you posted on Monday, which yeah. people seem to really like. Yeah, um, Viper. Which Viper is best Viper? Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> there, there was, there was a point to bringing that up. Well, that means that there has to be, uh, yeah, uh, not Ben one on one. Did you lose money on New Zealand? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not. Gonna, we're not going to re. Well. Even though you know we were helped out by uh, by um, the fine folks of automation, automation yeah, uh, Kaz and Andrew, you know that was still pricey, and you're not gonna make even on that trip for maybe like a year and a half. The money, the money that I spent, that you get back. So there has to be a reason, a a reason to to go to another city outside of have a car meet and film some cars. Um, we have to be doing something else. Like, um, we'd have to be doing a podcast or something else that would like do promotion, which is all is going to happen in Austin. We are coming back to Austin. Um, oh, that's why people were asking me, am I going to do donut media's little contest that you, uh, that you drive a car around the track? And I have tons of questions like, okay, the con that they're doing sort of like, how Top Gear did stars in a reasonably priced car. Mm. Um, they're doing YouTube stars drive around the streets of Willow, but that's mm. Willow Springs out in California. Are, are 
are all these YouTubers flying out on their own dime? Like, the prize is a $500 Applebee's gift card. Huh. Right? That's not, like, worth the... Well, I mean, not that... Not the worth the plane ticket. Well, no, and Because that... you don't just fly to Willow Springs. You gotta fly to L.A. Or you gotta fly to, like, Reno or something like yeah. that. And then you gotta get to Willow Springs. And then there's a comedy... You gotta get a hotel... Yeah. I mean, if Donut Media is underwriting it, that's a big YouTube channel. That's one thing. Yeah. But then, if it's just like, hey, make content for us. Uh... Yeah. And then you got to actually, if you win, continually go to Applebee's to justify <laughs> having the gift card. Right. And then that increased the risk that you run into just the guy I'm calling the quest giver. Yeah. Like the yeah, magician yeah, with yeah. the exclamation point oh, jacket who goes table to table. Jack and has. as he's walking around, you're just praying. He doesn't stop at your table. Right. Just like, uh, I don't want table side man, mm. uh, magic. I just want table side guac. I know. Oh uh, shit. Guac. Now I'm thinking of guac. Mm. Um, uh, Ve uh, Vega. Oh, uh, Murray. Uh, Murray. He just said, uh, I can't watch it live today, but have a nice day and offered a dollar oh. ninety nine. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you, Murray. Yeah, sorry you can't watch it live. But we are, uh, it will, I am recording this on the Zoom, so it'll be up on uh, Shout Engine and iTunes after this. Yes. Uh, will you ever come to Minnesota? I love it here. I'd love to hear the RCR take on rat rods, uh, considering I got a 77 Cadillac rat rod. Nice. Will I ever come to Minnesota? Life is long, and if we can make it happen, we'll make it happen. Yeah, the bucket um, list thing you. is still all 50 states. Yeah. Uncle Pat Pat uh, says, hey there. I just brought a 99 Honda Rebel as a first bike. Good choice. Do you think that's a good starter bike? Yes, I do. And have any riding tips. Keep your eyes on the horizon. Um, always brake with both brakes, but favor the front. Um, with a Honda Rebel, your braking is limited because of that mechanical drum in the back and the small disc in the front. But also that is a, a light motorcycle. You still will be doing downshifting to assist in stops. It's always a good uh, thing to do that. Uh, don't ride the clutch. Don't rock back and forth on the clutch at the stoplight. And same basic car stuff. Everybody out there is trying to kill you. And <laughs> full face helmets are best helmets. Oh, and uh, gloves. Yeah, gloves. Because we had to remind. Well, it was more of a. Yeah, it was yeah. more of a thing. Yeah, it was more of a just friendly reminder. But. Um, uh, where were we? Money, stacking meeting rooms. Minnesota. Uh, there we go. Uh, Blake uh, Common Dooley. Just bought a 1978 Camaro Z28 because I wanted to get an old muscle car to work on. Well, Summit Racing is your oyster. Not too bad there. The following Monday, my dream car, a 1968 Pontiac GTO, was for sale across the street from my job. Anything similar ever happened to that, you guys? Yeah. After I bought my... Uh, Subaru, I saw a few better ones pop up, but they always do because you watch, you wonder what could have been and you start you start thinking you can just trade up. Of course that stuff happens. And of course after I bought the Falcon, um I saw better ones for sale and I saw ones that were already completed, you know, with engine swaps. Yeah. There now there is a silver one in the Pennsylvania area. It's a second gen uh Falcon with the 302, with the fuel injection, with a centri uh, 
uh, centrifugal uh, supercharger. It's probably making ton, tons of power for a four or five zero, and asking price is like twenty five thousand. You could probably get it for twenty two or maybe even twenty. And like, ah, oh, that's pretty nice. It it always happens, but just keep working on the your own your own projects, and that's that's what you're gonna have to do. Uh, Nathan Zhao, four ninety nine. Thank you so much. Slacking in a meeting room at work, watching this on minimum volume as you, you should, should. <laughs> because you know you never know when it's going to take a turn. What's funny is I'm pretty sure my nephew's watching this right now. Oh, but no, 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 because I ah, I say way worse things in front of him all the time. But it's part of that thing of you know. I, I do think kids watch the show because sometimes I think about the comments and I'm like, a 12-year-old clearly wrote this. <laughs> I poop um, and then I poop 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 and then I really do say this thing. Poop time. When I got to um, uh, Chrysler Nationals, uh, uh, like a preteen, I, I can't gauge ages anymore yeah, no, but <laughs> seriously he looked like a middle school student said the first thing he says to me is which mopar is best mopar and i said i don't know that's what i'm here to find out and then he asked again which mopar is best mopar you know with his braces and everything good good hi if you're hi if you're watching yeah and kid. then his dad came over and says oh you're the guy and i said yeah i'm the guy he says, <laughs> oh my son really likes your show oh thanks yeah. And then he asked me again, which Mopar is best Mopar? And I said, well, we'll figure it out today, won't we? But yeah. I'm here doing Vipers. I mean, I like the idea that on the one hand, the show isn't really safe for kids. But on the other hand, they might, you know, pick something up. It might, as as strange and daunting as this sounds, because I've actually had people uh, say, like, hey, I want to pursue, uh, you know literature or english in college because of you guys or that type of thing or or like at the meet in chicago when uh the guy came up to us and i don't know if he had you sign it too but the, a copy of a, a farewell to arms yes and uh, yes. another one had That's a copy neat. of dubliners uh that oh, was shit. i don't remember that uh, unless i did not remember. well it was dubliners paired with a uh, portrait of the artist as a young man I it was I one of those that. collections yeah so um i mean like i didn't write the thing but whatever i'll sign it yeah like i'll sign anything uh but yeah it was just kind of a an interesting thing where you hope that maybe you're communicating some level of literacy to people so that even if they're learning sort of a dirty thing, they're at least, you know, learning literacy in some weird fashion. Mm -hmm. uh, weird as that is to say. Michael Weaver. Oh, I'm sorry. Cactus Catastrophe just says, have some money. Thanks, man. Hey. Michael Weaver says, when will y'all come to Richmond, Virginia? Nick goes there all the time. I have an 05 deville cadillac deville you should review there's nothing that's like a more reasonable kind of weekend trip is just driving to richmond yeah and stuff there you were at katie's cars and coffee right yeah. yeah and um i was also at um oh well that was more of a personal thing i went swing right. dancing down there and i went to visit my friend cat and to go uh see her horses and then uh like i had gone down there with the intention of filming a horse review and it was too hot yeah uh, to actually do anything with the horses so uh 
I don't know, maybe in the fall. Cause I go, I try to see her like every like five, six months, uh, when I have the time, mm-hmm. uh, because she's a really good friend and I like visiting her. Like I love Richmond. Like it's a beautiful city. It's mm. a beautiful town. Like, especially the Carytown area. I kind of think of it as a lo- a bigger, sort of cuter version of Kutztown. Okay. Like, it's just a very long main street. It has a movie theater. It has a bunch of, like, really nice shops mm-hmm. and eateries. And uh, it, the, this one uh, place that she took me to is where I kind of learned a love for Brussels sprouts. Mm. Um, because I honestly had never had them before. And huh. then after that, I'm like, why is this considered the, you know, bottom feeder of vegetables? Yeah. It's It's just delicious it's fantastic yeah roasted uh you know brussels sprouts are where it's at yeah uh uh yuma with 200 yen thank you thank you workforce 520 again says i have food poisoning three times it felt like that it feels like death yeah john sanders said this is my real question would a mark four or mark five golf rabbit be a bad idea for learning manual. No. And learning how to wrench, maybe. Because you're dealing with Volkswagen parts, and while they are plentiful and the forms do exist, uh, your Toyotas and to- uh, Toyotas and Hondas will be cheaper when it comes to the parts department. Looking into a turbo or VR6. Oh, boy, VR6. So I can keep up with my <laughs> sister's Elantra? That's something new. I need something to keep up with a Hyundai Elantra. Well, yeah. It, well, maybe it's a V6 Elantra. It may actually move, but I learning to wrench. I'd stay away from forced induction. Mm. Like, Jeez, uh, learning to wrench again, Japanese. It, it's it's gonna be way easier. You're only gonna need one socket. Well, you're gonna have to go buy two sockets, both ten millimeter, and one for when you lose the main one. Yeah, that's really all you need. Uh, Mark for it's 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 better than certainly British or, or more expensive German cars. There are certainly worse. You can make it work as long as you plan and lurk more on the forms. Yeah. Dustin Bryce says, any chance in hell that RCR would make a trip to Nashville? See, I have to come back to Nashville because that's where I bought the Falcon. So, yes, I will come to Nashville. Why are you coming to Nashville? I don't know when the Falcon is better. (laughs) He's going in to get worked on at Bruce's Uh, next week. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have to go back. I promise there's no shortage of regular automotive gems around here, as there were when I was there. You're more than welcome to have a go with my 2008 STI. Oh, we already did an STI. Yeah, I remember but, because of all the different puns we made on what STI could stand for. Yeah. But, yeah. J, uh, JSB225 says, hey, guys, I've got to go to my job at Target, though. Eh, stay strong, brother. And sell old people electronics they don't understand. Oh, hey, boy. Do you think the Firebird or Camaro will be worth more in the future? Uh, you mean modern ones? They're making... It's hard to tell right now. My My... Your higher-end ones, yes. You know, old Firebirds or Camaros, you have to really go back to the early 70s is where the money is at. And then some 80s ones, you have your IROCs and stuff like that. In the 90s, you have your WS6s, but even then, it, all of them are tuned and blown out. It's 
they're not buy and holds because the cost to maintain some of these special editions or every guy who makes a bumblebee camaro that's my thing that i'm wondering about in 30 years because bumblebee was a camaro it does is it going to appreciate in val like those movies aren't classics or anything no and now they released at san diego comic-con the trailer for the bumblebee spinoff where he's the original like you know bug there that he was in oh. uh, originally in the cartoons yeah in the cartoons um oh and uh well did you uh say all you wanted on that question Mm, yeah yeah uh, because real quick roddy gonzalez you've asked a few times uh outside of super chat but um how do you deal with loved ones who don't really respect your taste in cars or a car you want and to that i ask um are they paying for it because if they're not then they don't get to have a say in what you drive or why you know um if you want to pay my car insurance or if you want to buy me a car, then yes, please, let's discuss this. But ultimately, at the end of the day, they don't have to um, respect your choice. Okay, they don't have to like your choices. They have to respect your choices as long as they're yours and you're old enough to make them and financially you're making them yourself. Because there's a lot of things about like, like you can't live your life for other people. That's the one thing that I've kind of learned after a while of uh, it's almost in a fences kind of way uh, with uh, August Wilson of you can't go through life worrying whether people like you. You have to go through life making sure that they're doing right by you. Mm. And so, you know, you don't worry whether anybody likes your choice or respects your choice in cars or uh, rephrase who cares Kay. if anyone likes hello your cadence just respect it that's all so yeah mm -hmm. party pat uh what do y'all think about passing of sergio macron we talked a little so, bit it, about yeah, it much, uh, chrysler gonna keep paying gonna keep playing with someone else at the helm well someone has to take someone it. has to and here's the thing with the passing of christopher svensson um i believe it's svensson uh please correct me in the chat if i'm wrong who is the uh director of the gt at ford um he uh passed away and uh at the age of 53 due to cancer sergio marchione passed away uh i don't know quite the age but uh, passed due to an embolism that he suffered during surgery for uh, to remove a deep tissue cancer that could only be removed via surgery. Uh, ultimately, uh, cancer can go to hell. But more importantly, uh, I worry that these types of things come in three. So I'm worried about my boy Lee Iacocca. Oh, uh, well, uh, well, he's up there. He's I mean, 90? you know, uh, oh, he's like 93 ish. Oh, um, I just he's coasting. I have so much respect for that guy. And it's going to be a sad day when he goes. But yeah. uh, it's also with the passing of Marcione, I feel like there's going to be a power vacuum at Chrysler in a way um, or, or it's just that's a company that's always going to have problems i think like i don't think any one person can really turn it around like i don't even think leah coke and his prime can necessarily have uh fixed 
the modern Chrysler. Yeah. Um, because it's such an uphill battle because they're trying to serve too many masters yeah. with their automotive choices you right. know it's um and that's what ford's trying to do right now by cutting all the small cars like yeah. well we're gonna we're gonna aim for the big margins mm. well at least in north america yeah it's funny my uh brother's girlfriend drives a sebring and i mentioned how uh your car is literally one of the most hated cars of like the early 2000s yeah. or early mid 2000s yeah uh you know just jeremy clarkson tore into this car yeah. and it's just it's one of those things where it's such an innocuous vehicle that I almost wonder why anybody would hate it, but right. it's, um, I kind of get it if you're looking for something that's more of like a rah, rah, room and it's yeah. also, it doesn't have an identity, you know, right. the Sebring is literally just, a. uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like an actor who just doesn't have a brand. My, uh, my grandmother brought, bought like a, the Dodge Stratus or Plymouth Breeze version of that. And that was the last car she bought. Mm. And uh, she hardly drove it. And then I had to borrow it once. Uh, uh, and of course I floored it and then tried to give it the Italian tune up. And then it was smoking when I was done with it. <laughs> she probably hadn't changed the oil in like two years yeah, because she hadn't driven 3000 miles in two years. The yeah. car just sat. Um, Burgundy burnouts wouldn't be a wouldn't be a live stream without you. Just saying, he woke up, but he made it. Indeed. Mm, thank you for five. You're bucks. batting a thousand. Mm. Will Robinson, another regular, says after the Appalachian Trail, I would suggest doing the West Coast Trail on Vancouver Island. Well, first I have to do the AT, but I understand. Uh, it has a tram tram tramway river river crossings, ladders that go up cliffs. And backcountry beachside burger shack called Chef Monique's. Okay, yeah. um, yeah. it's definitely it's definitely a plan. I just keep thinking, okay, what kind of training is involved in preparation for the Appalachian? Like, are you just? I don't just mean preparation. I mean like actual physical training. Do you? Would you need to do some measure of bodily? preparation to go on this journey i think i would have to uh do a lot more leg lifts and strengthen the muscles around my right knee because that's my weak knee after a bunch of ski accidents um i would need to do a hell of a lot more yoga which i'm just now starting mm. uh, because i have horrible tech neck and yeah, just I'm just generally stiff from the past four years of just sitting at a computer and doing RCR. Mm, yeah. So I'd have to limber way the hell up. That's what I think I need. Uh, other people have to legit, legitimately lose like 50 pounds before trying this because um, you should be a little bit... Of, the people who hurt least generally are the people who are at a correct weight. Um because you're carrying not just yourself, but also like 40 pounds every single day, walking 20 miles a day. Yeah. And the people I see from helping out at the Port Clinton Pavilion, the people who uh, 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 get hurt the most are the people who are overweight. Um, usually knee problems, foot problems, yeah. something. Uh, and some people think that they're going to lose weight on the trail. And yes, you will, but it's going to be 
painful to lose that it's so much better to just drop that weight like a, in the, in a year leading up to it. And it's also the belief that some people have that, well, if I'm fat or not like fat, but if I have fat stores that, you know, my body will kind of not need to like, if for whatever reason I'm not eating, my body has a reserve of like fat to burn through, Yeah, before, which isn't the same thing as actually having nutrients in your body right. to drive you forward. It's you need carbs on top of that's the, that's the thing I look forward to of doing the, doing, doing the AT. It's yeah. just carb city just, every day, <laughs> noodles and pizza and just, just, just there are people I see on the trail and they've got a sleeve of bagels and they're just eating them, not even bother slicing them with their knife. Yeah. They're just chomping down on this thing. Man, I've never thought of doing that may before. mayonnaise on them. Like, uh, I didn't know that mayonnaise is a thing. Like, yeah. little packets of mayonnaise you go into, like, yeah. the, uh, gas stations and stuff. They just grab a whole handful of them and just put mayo on bread and just yeah. eat it. Just get, like, a small tub of peanut butter, slather it between two Pop-Tarts. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> Ivy Tat, Ivy Tat was there making ramen and just dumping fritos into it yeah just <laughs> carb loading like a mother and you, just yeah it's all almost comes in all goes out <laughs> no carb left behind yeah <laughs> it's kind of it's like it's almost like you're eating for two you know yeah. while you're out there uh but that kind of makes me wonder have you ever tried post-workout no all right because uh, i was kind of I mean i'll drink a protein shake afterwards yeah but. that's kind of what i've been doing and uh i don't know if it really has the same effect um i've never done pre-workout and so i know that it kind of like gets you amped it's mostly just a shit ton of caffeine yeah and vitamins <laughs> Vitamin. <laughs> what's in it ingredients <laughs> medium chain triglycerides <laughs> but i'm just kind of I don't know. Unsure of if it's something I really want to try. Uh, yeah. Um, just because I don't know. I, I eh. Jesse Pogage. Podge. Oh, Poage. Poage. Five years ago, someone sent me a link to a car review with poop jokes. Now I'm almost done with Sister Carrie. Very nice. Thank you. With East of Eden ready on my dresser. Those are like my two favorite novels of all time. You're doing you're doing, you're doing right well. by literature, Jesse. Thank you. Yes. You're here. Titan Ravenscar says Fiat five hundred Abarth is a two hour commuter car. Nah. I mean, Justin Lowe's has one, he likes it. Go no go. Well, Fiat five hundred Abarth as a commuter car, you're putting ninety three octane in it. Unless you're having a nice job where you don't mind filling up with premium every single day, then fine. Um what makes a good commuter car? Cheap, cheap, on top of cheap. And don't care if people sideswipe you, if you're street parking it and someone hits it, you know, puts a dent in it, you don't care. A good commuter car is a reliable beater. Yeah, um, yeah I'd say no go with that. Uh, I'd say, you know, a really nice Ford Focus with a stick shift is a nice commuter car. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate, buying like a $900 Toyota Tercel that has nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Toyota Tercel. Dustin Bruce. This is just uh, this is just for the Park Avenue. Bought back some wonderful, awkward teenage moments. I know. Oh, I used to drive so fast because I needed to be exceptional. And I needed to be better. Yeah. And I'm not exactly sure. That was like the emotion. And 
uh, high school. Like I saw the people who I had a feeling were at the top of the totem pole and I just tried to act like them. Yeah. Like, well, if I'll be up there, then I'll get all the good things. But I wasn't sure what they were. Like, people will be nicer to me because they're nicer to them, but they're not nicer to me. And if I can act like the people who are popular, who everybody's nice to and says hello to and seems to be happy when they walk into the classroom, I want that. What yeah. do I have to do to be that? And of course, I was asking the wrong questions. It's you have to be a good person. Instead of trying to trying to emulate worth, I should have just been worthwhile. Ooh, that's a good line. Yeah? Yeah. Instead of trying to emulate worth, just be worthwhile. Yeah. Um, Agenosi, Canadian, $5. Thank you so much. Greetings from Southern Ontario. Hopefully we can see you guys here someday around the GTA region. Um, I guess, does that mean Greater Toronto Area? Sounds like it. Um, and it did that thing where you go down. Um, I'll set who said. Oh, there we go. Keep doing what you're doing. Love the show. Thank you so much. Michael Weaver, $5. I didn't say this the first time because I was too excited, but I really love what y'all do. Please keep up the consistently good work. Thank you so much. Uh, fo, uh, fo Daddy. Where'd it go? There it goes. $5. Faux Daddy, $5. If you make it to Richmond, Virginia, I have a 1974 Triumph TR6 and a 2016 Mustang GT. Also, parking in Carytown is ridiculous most of the time. That is absolutely true. Um, I forget where me and Cat park, typically. I mean, this past time that we went, we actually did get parking on the street there. But for the most part, we're going around to adjacent neighborhoods, parking, and then just walking over because mm. it's... Uh, a nightmare of just it i don't know it's very narrow and crammed in and uh, yeah, it is what it is hmm. ben vaughn any thoughts on doing an episode at the elegance at the hershey hill climb they have like a concourse de elegance <laughs> at the hershey hill climb yeah if if i could get away with being gross because there's there's nothing quite as satisfying as, as at least in your head, acting like uh, Belushi in Blues Brothers. How much for your wife? You know <laughs> that that sort of thing when everybody's standing around with their fucking Bugattis. <laughs> <laughs> I have this dumb idea of going to one of those things, and I think this is a Bam Margera move. But just interviewing someone, and this is all. This could could also be like a uh, Eric Andre sort of thing, just interviewing some collector. <laughs> and I would wear white pants or like tan pants <laughs> that I got from like the uh, the uh, the Goodwill. Yeah. And in the middle of it, just piss myself. Don't say anything. <laughs> You'd see like a stain. <laughs> I mean, you could manufacture that by just having like a. Uh, something a packet of something that you press and then it's just slow release but um uh, it would be the kind of weird viral thing that i would hope would get us noticed by rockstar games yeah in yeah. accordance with that strange gta dream that i had where we were hosting our own uh talk radio station but it was yeah. also i guess vaporwave yeah smooth 102.2 Sponsored by the 2019 My Batsu Thunder. 
Oh, I would love to be in a GTA so much. Uh, Nuka-Cola says, just saying hi from Carlisle. Stay dry. Yep. Not raining right now, but that changes in any sort of moment. This weather... I'm I'm glad we're here in the highlands, but uh, man, Pine Grove is under Pine Grove is flooded. Uh, su- surprisingly, some other places aren't. As long as it doesn't rain like at all hours at every day, uh, the state should be okay. Yeah. Anyway, Raymond Hardman, Hardman, saying Dieselgate Cayenne for the win. Uh, torquey Torquey miles per gallon. Any thoughts? I think we used, I think I used the Cayenne. I think it was Monica and Nuggets had a diesel Cayenne that was the camera car uh, for uh, RCR Austin the first time at Harris Hill Raceway. I liked it. And then I tried, then they uh, said, okay, you can drive this around the track and we'll drive it fast. And man, that was a lot of car and I was scared and the car could go pretty fast. And, um, it doesn't if someone didn't tell you it's a diesel car you wouldn't really know it's that smooth so thanks raymond uh, uh, major spam real quick wants to know would the smart be okay if it was above 100 bhp the smart car yeah like the smart 4.2 i'm assuming he means a smart 4.2 that'd be pretty fast if i mm. had 100 brake horsepower mm. i mean it'd be good it'd be fun um yeah doesn't make 100 I don't know. I don't think it's been a while since we did that. I kind of don't think it does. Hmm. Anyway, thoughts on the Mark seven golf sport wagon for motion. Well, uh, Mike Steinberg has the front wheel drive version of that. Uh, it has a six speed, uh, DSG manual versus the five speed auto. Well, not a clutch, not a manual, right? Uh, it has a six-speed DSG, unless unless it is a dual clutch with a stick. Anyway, I'll assume it's a stick, or the five-speed auto manual in the regular front-wheel drive models. Uh, a tune brings it to about 245 horsepower, easily believable. Bigger turbo brings it over 300. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. We used it as the camera car um, for RCR. Chicago. Um, I wouldn't mind owning one. They're pretty expensive. Uh, the sunroof is amazing in that car. Uh, everything's quite comfortable. Um, I just couldn't see spending that kind of money on uh, a working car where a, uh, where a Subaru Forester does the same thing. It just isn't as, you know, kind of impressive. I get compliments about my Forester, but by how clean it is. Yeah. Um, versus you, you get you get into a uh, a newer golf. It's like, well, it's a new car, it better be clean. Yeah. The only compliments I get are always, always, always from teenagers. <laughs> when I'm at like the Wawa, it's always, oh man, I love your car, man. <laughs> and it's to the point where I can't tell if they're being sarcastic. But that many teenagers, yeah, being sarcastic, like I can't really believe it. Huh. So, or I mean, that they're being sarcastic to a certain point. Huh. Uh, but yeah, I, I wonder know, if the new edge, uh, new edge Mustangs mean something to a younger generation. Maybe because they're obtainable to them if they save up enough lawn mowing money or however. Yeah. Twitch stream, however you're making your cash these days. Yeah. <laughs> Cactus catastrophe. Are we ever going to see Matt Walsh on the podcast? Sure, you will. Uh, he just 
sent me a text the other day saying we have to hang out again. So yeah, Matt Walsh will be here at some did, point. Did we ever officially explain who Matt Walsh is? Like he's been in videos before, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's an endless reservoir of automotive knowledge. Yeah. So you could pretty much just have a, co- a podcast of just you two answering literally any automotive questions. Yeah, yeah. And you will get more in-depth answers than you probably actually intended to get. Totally. Not Ben 101 says opinion on a Cadillac ATS. I worked my entire life here at the Dollar General. I'm made manager. I need to have something good in my life. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to lease my way to a better life. <laughs> yeah. Leasing my way to a better life. Is I don't know. Going to go to a wedding reception and break up the scar tissue in his knees when they start playing the electric slide. Yeesh. Leasing my way to a better life. <laughs> that's not Ben 101. That's my thoughts of the Cadillac ATS. Uh, Adric Johnson says Princess Peach or Daisy. See, we're from a we're from an age when that wasn't a question. It was just the princess. Yeah. Well, she was Princess Toadstool, and then you know daisy like she was introduced who I are think, these people uh, i know it's mario but i don't know the okay so I, well, I don't know how princess peach and daisy are related i think they're cousins i want to say but um i think daisy was introduced in one of the game boy games and uh i'm a daisy guy if we're being honest just because i think you know after a certain point um I don't know. Like I, there's something about princess peach that I just didn't like. And I think it's part of a residual childhood thing of, she was the worst character in Mario two to play as, you know, it's of just, you get the pick between Mario, Luigi, the princess and, uh, uh, toad. And it's just kind of a strange, like, why would you ever pick the princess? It's just, you know, I mean, yay empowerment and not being kidnapped for once, but you know, it's just kind of, uh, I don't know. Um, not really for me. And that and I guess, you know, Daisy was a better character to play as in Mario Kart Double Dash. So All right. uh, there, there, let's just go with <laughs> that being the reason. Um, yeah. Uh, Randall Abernathy. Abernathy? Yep. Abernathy. Thank you. How do you guys feel about the Dodge Charger? Well, what year? I've only seen one review, and when you all come back to Nashville, you can ride on my Mopar 11. Well, okay, it's a four-door car, and it's um, is that still an E-Class? Mercedes E-Class platform? Yes, you can get the Scat Pack. You can have a very fast four-door. I still would rather have a... Chevy SS. Yeah. Uh, yes, they're fast. Gosh darn it, that interior. It's uh, maybe it's because I'm older now and I have a. I'm interested in stuff called resale value. <laughs> yes, it's it it's bargain horsepower. Now, if you can look at it as, as that, it's bargain horsepower. Then fine. Great. Have your burnouts. Have a lot of fun. But it's just Dodges just rust the hell out in Pennsylvania. You see, I'm yeah. these old trucks. They they don't hold their value. And 
you know, yeah, back to the 70s, well, Mopar was Mopar, Mopar. But they have their fans, and definitely at Chrysler Nationals, there's people who know how to work on those things. It just doesn't do it for me. Not even the Challenger, really. Yeah. Um, and Brian Rowland. Brian Rowland. No question, but $5. Thank you. So in about an hour, I have to go get kicked uh, <laughs> at uh, uh, kickboxing class or MMA or Muay Thai or whatever we're doing tonight. Yeah. Dante's class. And so uh, that's what we're going to do. Uh, we'll probably keep this up for like another half an hour or something yeah. like that. Um, it's the Costanza asks, what's the worst 80s car in history? I mean, I could say Lagonda, unless that was the 70s. Horse eight, worse. What is the worst and what is the best? And like what is the favorite and what did you hate? Let's all go to the extremes of the rule or I live my life on the edge. <laughs> the worst 80s car. Uh, Dodge is on the way back. GM, Suzu, eighties. I don't really care. Something that doesn't care. A Ford Ford LTD. There we go. The Ford LTD, not not the Crown Victoria one. They made an LTD that's a Fox body. And I'm only going with that because I had my experience with one of those things when Justin Kramer was building them back. Because in the 80s, they were still running the Power Master 6 from the 1960s in that thing. Three-speed, no overdrives, probably just some weird cut-down cruise-o-matic pile of garbage. <laughs> yeah, that thing belongs in a dumpster. The entire car. <laughs> Justin tried to sell that thing for 200 bucks. Couldn't do it. Couldn't even get that. Couldn't even get that. Damn. Scrap. That is no niche. one wants that car. Opinion on the new Chevy Malibu redesign, 2006 and newer. <laughs> it's going to blend into the background like everything else. Yeah, it doesn't It's going to make, make a wonderful rental car, and it's a car you can get in and ignore, and I'm sure it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, that's almost an answer to Nick Gelman's question here, what is the okayest car of ever? Chevy and Malibu. And it'll just be the okay. Malibu. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, right. it's high. You know, yeah. it's, it is what it is. AC, like, you go to buy, you go to buy a car on Craigslist or Facey Facebook Marketplace, and the first thing the guy says in all capital letters, AC blows cold. <laughs> oh, thank you. I should hope so. <laughs> what do you think is the most annoying thing? Oh, uh, JB, uh, JSB225 says what do you think is the most annoying thing that automotive youtubers do or most annoying thing videos that they make where you have to it's a 10 minute video so, um and then they got one minute of content it's like what, oh, what was the car that you did where it was fade to black oh yeah that was a chevy uh police intercept the ppv yeah it's really a holden yeah. And that just that opening and it's kind of throwing shade at so many different sort of uh car guys do yeah. that. It's just that car guy mentality of and uh I made an Instagram post last night of the empty weight room and it's just click, click, pull. You know that song? <laughs> Is that Godsmack? Oh uh, I think it's saliva. Alright. I wanna say <laughs> that song. Yeah. Yes, 
You're loading a gun and committing murder. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Silly Skunk, uh, two pounds, says, what to look out for on a 100,000-mile 05 Celica? It's fine. <laughs> Rust, really. Uh, 100,000 miles on a Celica isn't a problem. You're going to get underneath and look for oil leaks. Uh, I don't know if the, they were running timing belts or timing chains. Uh, take it to a dealer like a Bruce Hen type character and pay the 30 or $40 for the pre-purchase inspection and they'll know what to look for. What to look out for? Honestly, like stuff that stuff that will be a pain in the ass to fix the seat ripping i know that sounds like a big not a big deal i just put a seat cover on it but fabric ripping on the seat yeah that that's honestly that's that's what i'd look out for mechanical stuff can be fixed but stuff that where you have to go to an automotive upholsterer to fix that's what i'd look for i know that sounds weird will robinson thoughts on connor lamb i have no idea uh pennsylvania congressman uh democrat uh former federal prosecutor and former marine serving as the u.s representative for pennsylvania's 18th congressional district since 2018 he's only 34 Uh, i have no idea what he stands for if 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 he stands for decriminalization of cannabis i'm all for him yeah uh i'm a single issue voter (laughs) apparently he graduated from central catholic uh, high school so eh. i don't know uh yeah uh, it's kind of a we're gonna have a very big video coming out on monday uh that i'll have to think of some sort of hint that i can have on twitter that's gonna make it interesting to guess what it is gonna be um it's definitely relevant um because everything surrounding this car cannot stay off Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind yeah. of, it's hard. Uh, it's zeitgeisty in a very strange <laughs> blank. Um, the official car of stop posting. Yeah. I, I that's, I think, I think that's when it's going to be. Yeah. I liked it. I, think it's one i think this video is going to go up next to the pt cruiser video maybe grand national and uh um uh what's another very comprehensive one maybe toyo uh honda civic eh2 is one of the best videos we've ever done as legit journalism pieces yeah and still be entertaining uh it's not short i think it's clocking in in about 15 minutes but there's a lot to talk about yeah it's kind of a dissection of a lot of the different things that oh god you can't even say anything about it without without giving it away giving it away yeah no but it's a dissection Mm -hmm. um and hopefully people enjoy it i uh know that a lot of the more insightful parts i mean it's part of a larger uh narrative that you design and i was kind of writing around that Mm -hmm. so but it's nice to kind of go back to something that isn't that that has a more insightful uh thing to say yeah. than just you know this car is good this car is shit mm-hmm. whatever 
More 90s Honda nostalgia, please. I think we have an 89, particular 89 Honda, which is going to be close. You'll get it. It's very nostalgic, especially when they were doing a lot of technology way too soon, which I, I love when Honda does that. Um, Honda, I think, was more of an innovator more of an innovator than Toyota was. Toyota was really good at just cheating. Womp womp. <laughs> uh, a Volkswagen thing. There's a guy in my town who has a Volkswagen thing. Uh, I had this one lift ride I did yesterday or a day before, and but I think I'm saving that for uh, Mr. Regular Journal, mm. which I'm finally riding one again. It's just something to do at my parents' house. Yeah. Mm. Uh, still didn't rain yet. It's going to. It'll come, <laughs> yeah. as it always does. Yeah, it was just generally misting out today. Tyler Tweetin says, any update on RCR comes to Ames, Iowa? No, no update on it. Also, getting your master's degree worth it. In English, not really. Unless you want to teach, it's not really. Unless there's a guaranteed pay grade, it's not worth it. Mm. Um, if you want to take a few graduate classes... Like one a semester, that's yeah. pretty nice. Just audit. I think, yeah, just audit it. You'll just learn the same. No one cares really about your degree. They care about the work you produce. Yeah. Update on RCR comes to Ames, Iowa. It, I think we would probably do it during the school year because it would be only right because there isn't much in Ames except for the university. So not yeah. to knock Ames, but, you know, you'd want to meet people. So, and, and you know, from what I understand, uh, Iowa State is a bit of a suitcase school, so uh, and it clears the hell out during summertime. So there's nothing weird. There's an eerie calmness, an almost dawn of the dead calmness, of mm. uh, or I'm sorry, Walking Dead calmness about uh, a college town in the summertime. Mm. Or I'm sorry, like opening scene to 28 Days Later. There I we mean, go. Walking Dead column still works because everybody's leaving that friggin' show. But <laughs> still, uh... $2 test from Von <laughs> Waffensburg. Thank Your you. Your test passed. Yes. Is there any diff difference between Dodge Intrepid and the Stratus? Yeah, that's a different platform. The Stratus is smaller. Dodge Stratus, Plymouth Breeze. Uh, there, it's a smaller platform. Dodge Intrepid is a larger car. I am Connor, the android sent by CyberLife. Sorry, I, I, I'm huh? watching Detroit Become Human oh. on uh, YouTube because I realize I don't have time in my life for the trial and error of video games. So I just watch the narrative. That and David Cage games generally aren't good as games. So I just watch them mm -hmm. as like a show. And it's really compelling. Uh, MK Eisenfire's playthrough is really good. Um, but it's just hilarious because the the whole idea is that there are these lifelike androids out there that you can buy and have as like personal servants or companions yeah. and everything. And, you know, they start at like eight grand, which is absurd to me because yeah, it takes place in 2038. And I'm thinking, you know, it's a used Toyota. Yeah, that's nothing. It's if, that's in a real, nice. That's a nice Subaru Forester. Yeah. In real life, these would cost around <laughs> that's an like, OK Ford Mustang. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 I would imagine it would cost in real life the, about the price of, you know, whatever the 
cost of a high-end Lincoln Navigator. Yeah, that's 100 Gs. Yeah, uh, because we know what these people are going to use these androids for. And that's another thing of... Early in the game, you go to this, like, haven for androids, and there's this sick little android boy who's trying to recover. And I'm thinking, what responsible company would create a lifelike child android? Like, that just is an invitation to evil. It's just strange. It's, uh, I don't know. It's a very compelling game. Uh, The story falls apart if you think about it for more than, like, three or four seconds but uh it's fun for what it is and very compelling and probably probably no definitely david cage's best story way better than heavy rain with the weird accents even though it's supposed to take place in like philadelphia but everyone sounds eastern european wow like babe can i stay up for a little bit longer (laughs) like it's it's too early for bed babe it's just i don't know it sounds like a russian guy that you owe money to uh yeah uh that's my dad talking uh yeah that's my dad's yip yip mm-hmm mm-hmm it's just uh i gotta get amped up to go get kicked in about an hour uh, and i'm gonna try to gym for uh, again because i'm slowly stepping up my cardio little by little mm-hmm. uh to where it's not complete garbage uh i'm down to 187.4 congratulations thank you um just you know further proof that you know the it's it's i'm almost becoming you know a cliche of the relationship advice subreddit Mm -hmm. of like get get your heart broken hit the gym yeah (laughs) that's kind of uh but it helps and so you know it's and it's a great thing of just sort of uh I don't like eating, so I just do the protein yeah. thing, the shakes, so I can just get on with my day. Yeah. And then I'll just have kind of a sensible dinner. So hopefully this will pay off at some point to where I'm not, you know, s- sucking wind when I have to run to catch a flight because we're the gate's going to close or yeah, something. Yeah, that was bizarre, running between the two terminals in the rain in New Zealand. Yeah. Well, I had a grand old time doing that. Well, I mean... I am focused. I am running in New Zealand to catch a plane. Yeah. Air goes in, supplies oxygen to leg muscles. Muscles move. I plow forward. And then, yeah. of course, we wait for an hour. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. Once we got wait. there, it was just, you know, children and uh, just... How would, how would that be for a superpower? To know when the plane is delayed. <laughs> like this... A day ahead of time. This plane will leave at this t- it will board at this time oh okay yeah and have that little gauge go down of time uh, uh. claudio mentions uh, swimming is a nice exercise and great with that heat and it really really is um i have a pool membership i just haven't been able to go because the pool hasn't been open because it's been raining every single day this week and it doesn't matter if the rain is intermittent once the pool closes like the sun can come out and be gorgeous for the rest of the day but the pool is closed you know, so it, it it's done. They've already sent all the lifeguards home and mm. you know how teenagers go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it is what it is. I think we're going to start wrapping this up unless anybody has any last minute questions. I want to try to find out how to make this change the name on this router so I can screw it up again. 
because I don't like it saying what it is. It has to have a custom name. Yeah. Tell my wife I love her. <laughs> no, oh, I, shit. I, I, That's I didn't. Good. I didn't come up with that. But I'm still, gonna, I'm going to use the old name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it to just say Netgear. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean that, and there's already like four other Netgears on that right. list of. <laughs> We're getting everybody in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Yawning on YouTube. Knowing actual flight times, best superpower ever. No, yeah, that would be an excellent, excellent superpower. Yeah. Be like that one character in Men in Black 3 who just sees all possible futures. Mm. But without having to deal with that, you could just turn that on and off. (laughs) Tony Richardson, I have that superpower. (laughs) Tony Airlines. Oh, it's Tony Airlines. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't watch it. Like, if if you want to follow a fun Instagram, uh, I forget what t- where my phone is, where my phone at. Phone is far away. Tony, uh, when you when the sl- when you get the next chance, just uh, put your Instagram here. If you want to follow the Instagram of a of an airline pilot for a major airline and the stuff this guy posts, it's like he, he made a post today at JF. Like he's it's from the cockpit and flight deck and of him like 20th in line for takeoff at jfk <laughs> imagine freaking that that's an hour that's like an hour yeah like you're in the plane but you're not flying i know who cares yeah. but it's that why aren't we going but him from up there he just you just see this line of planes <laughs> it's like fuck <laughs> you know no, it's fine for tony because like i'm getting paid yeah this is my job yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. That door's locked between me and you yutzes back there. Yeah. Um, Von Walfensberg says, do you think it's possible to transition from fan to friend? Mm. Matt Fair, for instance, being a big part of my daily, but I don't see myself ever escaping fandom. That's a good question. I think I'm Matt's friend. I think he'd say yeah, but we only hung out like in YouTube. T- well, that's not true. I think I am his friend because we went skiing. Skiing, yeah. And that was outside car stuff. So, yes. Yeah, I have... State of mind says Tony's Instagram is perfect. <laughs> but I have a lot of friends. When's Tony coming on? We're Three gonna. Uh, Tony, open invite. Um, if you want to come here, I don't know when you're off next or where you are in the world. I think yesterday he had a fly to Char- uh, Charleston or something like that. Have you guys any played in the Forenza Horizon games? I have, but the amount of effort to get good at a new racing game, it's like... It's hard. It's hard, man. It's really hard. Um, and that's kind of because I've been out of gaming for a while. Um, I have just haven't been practicing. Now, there is a certain uh, tactile, you know understanding of video games to where you can pick up something and have some kind of intuitive notion of what you're supposed to do with the controls but that's not really the same thing as being good at doing something right but yeah tim parsons asked uh would you ever do stuff with savage geese we did we did and it's coming out or rather he's doing stuff he's doing stuff with us (laughs) um 
like he appears but he did camera work for us but i'm open whenever i come back to chicago to do stuff on his channel rather than uh uh mark doing stuff on ours yeah but to further answer von waffenberg's question uh i have a lot of friends actually that are through this like i met them as excuse me <laughs> fans first and i uh and we became good friends and it's something that can absolutely happen um and yeah so don't give up hope i guess yeah why does it seem like there are no more harley davidsons on the road i don't know where you're living here they're everywhere yeah you're probably living in a city somewhere and they're all probably bmws and triumphs Anyone else taking a dump right now? Says Miles. When is Harold Slavinsky making a return? He's not. Nah. That's the thing. People loved him, then they hate him, hated him, and now Harold just keeps his head down. Yeah. Like how many times? Like you, you think he's funny, and I thought he was funny, but too much of him. I think Harold will only exist. He'll only play live gigs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll only do him in real life. I'm yeah. not going to do Harold Slavinsky on character again on, on camera again. Yeah. Oh boy. It's not I think we covered everything yeah, for that the happened this part. week. Next week is just more of the same aside from the Falcon going in and get uh working on. And then this weekend's supposed to be nice as in no rain oh, next nice. Saturday, which means I'll take the motorcycle out. Wait, this coming Saturday? This coming Saturday. Oh, good, because that's not rain. That's when uh, taking the kids to Hershey Park. So good. that'll be nice. Uh, I might. Eh, I was gonna say like I might do a video, but I don't even really think I could mm -hmm. um, legally. But it's it's I don't know. It's Hershey Park. Like, what are you gonna do? Right. Um, Hershey Park happy. Hershey Park lad. Everybody and their friends, everywhere you go, you'll find a Hershey bar. What's funny is Hershey <laughs> Park is covered with uh, Chevys for whatever reason. Must have some like sort of they deal. they're set up and there's a little thing and they say isn't Hershey Park closed? Uh, it's supposed to reopen uh, today because uh, it had been flooded from all the rain and you know being near the river and but I guess they figured out a way to drain everything so that we're back to normal um yeah i still haven't gone to knobles yet this year knobles was closed too because of the flo flooding yeah, knobles floods easy that's at the bottom yeah. of the mountain but yeah nick when's next rcr stores uh i answered it a little bit earlier i want to say like within the next month i mean it's hard um i have really bizarre standards for them um that and they're like really hard to write <laughs> I, I mean i because like i don't want to get anything wrong because it's like my thing yeah like if it's wrong it's not like we're sharing the blame on it like it's on me so i kind of you know just sort of taking too much time and that it's like a george R. R. martin type of thing where like i get halfway through it realize i don't like how it's going go back and do all that other stuff uh and i i just i don't know <sighs> like i i want to change everything all the time and i have to get to a point where i just say screw it i'm recording this and now i can't edit it so whatever um it's published no going back uh tim parson says is it the irock z coming out on monday 
you were in one of Savage Geese's recent videos. I was? Well, now I have to watch that. Uh, it's not the IROC Z, but if it's the same IROC Z that he did, that's pretty interesting. I wonder if they just went to Mark's house like a few days later and then he did it on his channel. Hmm. You know what? I'm interested and I want to go look that up on Yao Taub right now. So that's a Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris, I think, doing his younger brother or cousin or something. <laughs> hey, Hannibal. I saw your videos on Yo Ta Yao Taub. <laughs> Wasn't funny, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think you got anything else? No, I got nothing else. All I, right. I think that's a podcast. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining us for RCR podcast number 38. I'm going to go upload this to the shout engine page and hopefully you guys will be able to download and enjoy it on the road. But until next time, I'm Nick. I'm Brian. Have a good, have a great week, everyone. Have a good week. Now I get to turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off.